Hey there, and welcome to How to Sell a Technical Thing. I am your host, Dylan Scandalos, and Mamma Mia do we have a hot topic today with a guest to boot. It's going to be a barn burner for sure. A ladle dropper, if you will. So enough with the preamble, and let's jump in. Zero to ten million dollars in R in one to two years. How do startups make it happen? Today I am joined by Farlan Dowell, sales extraordinaire, and once a manager of mine under two different companies. I participated in two sales teams he took from a little to a lot more R, and today we are going to hear him speak to how this is done, having done it a time or five. Farlan, let's jump in. How do you grow from zero to ten million in R? I'm going to skip an intro of myself and just jump into the potatoes. The answer is usually much simpler and more universal than you might think. As a VP of sales and coach, mentor at multiple startups, I've been part of the climb from zero dollars to multiple millions numerous times. Every time I've helped a new startup achieve that growth, it always came down to three basic principles. Focus. Accountability. Simplicity. When I break this down for founders, many agree in principle, but in practice, they continue to make the same mistakes. The founders would hear my advice, assume their company is the exception, and continue on with their existing sales strategies. Unfortunately, those strategies generally don't pan out. They negotiate the wrong deals that don't close, they hire the wrong people, and or they throw together the wrong lead gen strategy. Things fall apart and the founders are left wondering why things aren't working out. The good news for me is that my best working relationships almost always start after a major failure. Because that's often what it takes for smart founders to get out of their own way. Interesting. And I imagine that pains you because you see it all the time. Help me understand the principles you just mentioned. Focus, accountability, and simplicity. Yeah, no problem. Let's break down these three principles. The first one is focus. When we took Rainforest QA from essentially $0 to $10 million ARR, one of the biggest changes we made was redefining our target customers. We were focused too broadly and not on the optimal buyer. Instead of continuing to sell to developers and QA teams, we created ideal customer profiles ICPs that targeted CTOs and VPs of engineering the decision makers rather than developers the technicians. Selling to a focused ICP wasn't actually that difficult, other than avoiding distractions, but we're leaving so much money on the table. A focused ICP was the foundation we needed to build a repeatable selling process. I'm sorry, what is an ICP? I'm getting ahead of myself. ICP is ideal customer profile. Essentially, the ideal customer profile is the customer where your message will resonate with them, and your product will deliver on. Does that help? Yes, absolutely. So back to focus. Focus opens up opportunities. Once we had determined our audience, we were able to raise our rates by seven to eight times. Once you know who you're selling to and why, you also learn how valuable your product is to that ideal buyer. There's a lot I could say about this. Let's just read us digest it for our listeners for now. Focus is challenging to most startups because, by definition, it requires killing great ideas and ignoring good business opportunities. It feels counterintuitive. But when you focus on too many things like too many customer profiles, too many products, or too many marketing strategies, you sacrifice the bandwidth needed to excel at any one of them. It also becomes harder to know what is working because there are way too many variables to isolate. You have to focus. Got it. So you're saying that by focusing on a smaller amount of things and aggressively deprioritizing others, you actually get more results and sell more to a smaller pool while you're starting out. Is that correct? 
Yes, precisely. Let's talk about accountability. Moving right along. I like it. Accountability is one of the hardest ones to build in a smaller company where nothing is measured and you're trying to really make a splash. It's common for early stage founders to make their workplaces aspirational. Positions are founded on trust rather than accountability. The problem is, sometimes you need to hold people's feet to the fire. Go on. People are far more engaged at work when expectations are clear. Accountability means eliminating a team member's responsibilities down to one core function and setting clear quotas to make sure everyone knows their role. Founders often push back against this point and say, I don't know how to set good quotas. Ah, the old, what should quota be, question. How do you know what goals are too easy versus completely unrealistic for your sales team? In my experience, if you set numbers, then driven sales teams will find a way to hit them. The number you choose matters less than the fact that you chose it. It also helps to get an outside, expert opinion or two if you've never done it before. What should your SDR's quota be? How about 12 qualified leads a month? Once you set that number, watch what happens, your team will find a way to hit it month over month. Having been there on the air side, I can tell you that's true. I figured out how to hit the $360,000 quarterly quota you set. The important thing is that you make a decision and move. Worst case scenario, you can always revise this number once you have more information. Give your sales team an exact quota. You can reset it after testing for a few months. As one of my mentors would always say, go, 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 go. I love that. It reminds me of Kennedy saying the USA would put someone on the moon. Everyone said he was crazy. Then, bang, we have a man on the moon. Set the target, and watch it be hit. If it doesn't get hit, adjust. If it does get hit, also adjust. The important thing is just to set it and set it a little crazy. Let's talk about the last one. What was it again? Simplicity. Simplicity means cutting the excess noise. When you have a smart, motivated team, there is no shortage of good ideas and inspiration, aka, noise. A lean and focused foundation is necessary for rapid growth. When there are too many moving pieces, too many responsibilities per employee, or too many features in your product, that means there are too many things happening at once. As a result, you slow down or even run in circles because things are hard to measure and no one sees the through line of where your company is trying to go. Give me a 5 bullet point, 15 second rundown of your ICP. Can you do it? I would venture most people would say no to that. Right? Oh, you bet. If sales leaders or founders can, they're already ahead of most startups. It's easy to overcomplicate sales. Startups with the simplest, most straightforward sales strategy will outperform any company with a complicated plan, every time. These were the principles we followed at Rainforest. This was what led us in my first nine months at Rainforest QA where we grew 20% mom and raised a $12 million Series A from Bessemer Venture Partners. It wasn't magic and it wasn't because of one or two people. It was based off of principles. Our growth was due to having a plan dialed in on focus, accountability, and simplicity. Oh, I know it. I was there. I can attest to the principles that trickled down to my day-to-day. My day was focused on number of demos a week as an input instead of just looking at outputs. My day was accountable via quotas and getting follow-up calls. My day was simple in that I wasn't trying to create super custom demos all day and find new types of buyers. My day was focus, accountability, and keeping it simple. You're making me sound like some sort of dictator. Ha. Definitely not. 
I keep in touch with three quarters of the rainforest sales team still and the culture we built was second to none. Okay, apology accepted. Yeah, we had some good times. We really did. Well that's the time we've got. Short and sweet and to the point. As it should be. Thank you so much for joining me, Farlan. One, it's great to sit with you, and two, I always learn something in your presence. If you want to poke Farlan's brain and learn more about how he helps businesses, send him a little message on LinkedIn. His response will likely be brief and ask for a whiteboard session that will be one of the most impactful hours of your life. Believe me. Ha. Thanks for the call out on the whiteboard sesh. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. You bet. Back at ya. Thank you, everyone, for listening to How to Sell a Technical Thing. Did you like what you heard? Heard what you like? Get in touch and let us know what you want covered in future episodes. Until next time, sell smart, listen well, and get the follow-up or get to know.